gentlemen, are you guys ready to start our four-year anniversary show? Woo! <laughs> Let's start a show. The following show is for mature audiences only. Listener discretion is advised. And if you don't like it, please go fuck yourself. One, two, three, four! Do you feel your sex life is quite lame? Scared that your desires might be strange? Perverted podcast! Come and join the kinky world of play. Hello and welcome to the Perverted Podcast, the show where we explore the adventures of the kinky lifestyle, sex, and perversion for four fucking years in a row! Recording live from the Love Lab in North Hollywood, in front of our perverted studio audience, I'm Kathy. I'm Elle. I'm Count Boogie, and over there we have... Unger. Unger! Unger's back! Yay! Yay! Kathy... What are we supposed to like zoom into something? Just zoom and then shit was supposed to happen. I did not promise any of that. I promised it was the four year anniversary and we would mention it and Owl would pee in a bowl. That was about it. I've changed that to a Home Depot five gallon jug because it makes a better sound. I see. (laughs) Yes. I was just like, I'll just go with the flow. That goes with the flow! I did not intend that pun, uh, by the way. That's good. But, uh, oh, wow, yeah. Kathy, you're not dying. Well, not yet. Well, everybody's dying. Oh, don't be existential. Just, Jesus Owl Christ. Al is dying. Yes, Al is dying. Everybody dies. Thank oh you, Anger. What a happy show. Not a tumor. Not a tumor. It's not a tumor. Oh, my God. So so you got your test. You got your MRI test that we were all worried about. I still don't know at all why I'm, I have this tremendous fatigue, on and off headaches, the fever, the night sweats. I don't, I don't know why that's coming, but the, those are diminishing. So as long as every week it gets less and less, I'm happy. All right. Um, so, and they didn't find anything? In they any found some stuff. Um, and honestly, the terminology is so... Confusing. I got online to try to figure out what it was. It restarts I your headache. I just cannot figure it out. So I have an appointment with a neurologist. They're going to look at the results. There's stuff that needs to be watched. All right, kids. That's but up. nothing desperate. I don't. No so signs of a seizure. No signs of a stroke. No mass. No anything like that. It's All right. So I'm not going to get your eyeball in a little glass jar. You will not get my eyeball. To stare not at yet. me. Not, not yet. I'm old that hoe. I thought about that, too. I thought that would be so cool if we plasticized it and just put it in there and I would just turn it, you know. I will totally put that in my will. You can have my eyeball. That would be, like I said, I don't think they're going to allow I will find that. some they're like, person well, to do that. Can we just ship your corpse to, like, Norway or somewhere where, where they allow? Where they'll do whatever? You know. Okay. I'm, I'm not that, that Norwegians, whether, well, you know, Vikings, you know, ah, to give an eye. It's not the right accent. I whatever. What a, a, a Scottish Viking, a Scottish Norwegian Viking. <laughs> they oh, toothless. A lot of the Viking. What the, Scot- the Vikings settled a lot of Scotland, actually. Okay, well then, great. The kilt actually came from the Vikings. Thank you, Unger. Yes, Unger is very my, smart. My bad humor has been justified. Sorry. What? What's going? <laughs> oh, they're uh, also Aki and Mew are having uh, dildo duels. On the bed, double-ended dildo. You have insulted me. I challenge you to a deal. <laughs> They're slapping each other with double. This is going to be that show. That kind this of show. is where we make people regret the four years that they've spent with us. Or they just regret not being here. That, uh, let's see, look at the, the optimist. Al's the optimist. When we're did the, that happen? I don't know, but we're like the crutch. Just drink when tea. Did, when did we become- I'm excited about peeing in a bowl. Okay, oh, that's like, Keep drinking. Drink your water. At, like before the show, she's like, can I, can I, I really have to pee now. How long are we going to wait <laughs> no. to do this? I go, no, no, no. Just drink. Drink up. Drink up. Drink, drink, drink. Come on. Chug a lug. Chug a lug. Yeah, it's going to be good. Kathy. Woody. I'm glad you're feeling uh, a little bit better. Oh, um, no. The problem is, is your job that, because um, you asked me last week, you did, but you know, I'm, I'm not feeling well. I got these tests, you know, just throw me a bone and you handle the Kathy stuff yeah. of creating a, a perverted podcast episode. And I just want the perverted podcast listeners to know Kathy's job every week to bring you a show and to organize what we do and to get the permission is fucking horrifying. It is a horrifying task. It you it brings are such a brat. Uh, so much horror <laughs> into your life and I'll tell you why because you go through that kinky and popular list right. on on fucking fat life to look for shit and I didn't know 
that you could turn off all the other stuff but oh, the writing. Oh, no. So you start going through the first, and you know, it's kind of like, oh, all right, there's you know, a chick taking up the ass, there's some blood, a lot of, a lot of just straight, just, you know, straight sex. Before you know you it. Know, and next thing you know, it's fucking guys getting fucked in the ass, guys sucking dick, <laughs> trannies getting fucked in the ass. Just, like, just all of a sudden, I'm like, ah, I just want to find something to put ass permission to put on the show. I don't want to Jesus make this stuff. And then I'm like, ah, ah, wait a minute, there's a button right here <laughs> that I could have spared the, the eyes. <laughs> like, and I clicked, I clicked it and like all of a sudden, oh, all just the a, pictures go away. Just a quiet, just a quiet of, uh, you know, things that, that uh, oh, I'm sorry, I, I, forgot, support, I forgot to tell you that. <laughs> that I support, but just aren't necessarily things that I'm attracted to. So, um. So yeah, I'm glad you're back, and I'm glad you're not dying. Please, thank you. Get back to work. Oh and, uh, man, you do, you do that. But in all fairness, a couple cool things that did happen. I have two two cool stories. Number one, uh, we have a friend of the show, and uh, they're far away, and they wanted to get a little sexy for me on on their phone. And of course, you know <laughs> that's stupid. And can be like, yes, yes, do that. And you know, I you know my I love like one-way phone sex kind of stuff because my job is just to be serious and just to, since when i'm not well i mean if somebody's like you know it's like a kind of a you know it's like i'm trying to you know be you know the the dirty talker you know so it's like i can't i'm not gonna sit there like a you know 12 year old kid vagina you know but what was amazing okay i do that inside but you know you learn after a certain amount of time not to, to let it out. How to keep that in. <laughs> Unlike Bunny or Mew that just like, ah, this is great. Girls can get away with it. That's Guys true. have to have kind of a serious look. So what was amazing was they're like, oh, I can squirt with, you know, this little thing. And I'm like, that's wonderful. You, you do. You'd be a dirty girl. You're a fucking dirty little slut, you know, kind of kind of thing. And she set the phone up like literally like a foot away from her vagina. And she starts getting this metal kind of curved thing that hits the G spot and goes. And she might have been out. She might have been a little horny already. Literally, I'm watching this straight Straight as I'm looking to you, except a quarter of the distance. And her pussy starts to erupt. Onto the phone? Straight onto the phone. <laughs> oh, like, my face yeah, was there. Oh and God. I was like, and I was like, Woo! <laughs> I was trying to be cool. And it was like insane and amazing. And it just was like, and she was like, woo! And, uh, and all I kept thinking was, oh my God, if that phone's not waterproof, if that phone's not waterproof, if that phone's not waterproof. Because literally, Kathy, it was like watching just that, you know, like 3D video. It was fucking awesome. Oh, you were like a kid on a roller coaster. I was just like squealing, this, right? I was like inside. I kept it inside. inside. Yeah, I'm all, that's a good girl. You're good. <laughs> you've done very well. You've, you've pleased me. And my side of like, oh my God, that was awesome. And then I, and then, and then she, you know, comes out of it a little bit and then she saw, thank God my phone is waterproof. And then I'm like, okay. <laughs> I mean, but if you, if someone was going to kill a phone for my pleasure, that was the moment. <laughs> You're such an old man. Oh my God. I hope it's waterproof. <laughs> I hope, I hope she got the insurance on that because you know, the insurance will way out and they're like, what would you do? Like <laughs> if you had to go and turn in the phone for the warranty, I peed on it. They're all, what'd you do to this phone? And you're like, well, there was some precipitation outside and you know, <laughs> I don't know. I was jamming my fucking G spot and shit got crazy. And here's your phone. You oh, <laughs> here it is. So you had a fun time this week. So it was cool. It was even. It got even better yesterday because yesterday was. Um, and I'll have to bring up the song that she asked me to bring up because she likes the song. Um, it was Muse's birthday yesterday. Yay! Hey, everybody, you, Muse's birthday. You better play the song. I will. I'll get the song. Okay. So I can't multitask. Um, <laughs> that's that's a woman thing. Um, <gasps> It is. You guys have the corpus callosum don't thing that's thicker. Don't even try doctor neurology. It's thicker, no. so that's why women multitask. It's no, not a myth. No, stop it. I'm bad at multitasking. Oh, here comes Dale. Multitasking isn't actually real according to neuroscience at all. It's not real? Thank you, Dale. No, you can't think about multiple things technically. You're just switching back and forth rapidly. That, that still would qualify as multitasking. 
but no. no. In a a general setting, no. Nobody said multitasking was simultaneous. It just means that it's it's all in the general. You're multitasking. Here is a set amount of time. Give it up. And you're doing multiple things. You can handle this and you can switch back and forth because the hemispheres are connected thicker in the top of a female's head. It's... It's that's science. It's science, bitch. <laughs> Just move on, that's please. Science. So, it, so it's Muse birthday. So once a year, poor man, uh, I say whatever you want. You know, let's go. You know, this is your day. Here's your budget. Spend your budget how you want it. And so she always wants to go to like a nice uh, place that she likes. And uh, and so this year she has her favorite sushi place that we got to drive about an hour to get to. And. Uh, so it was great. We drove out there. You know, we had sushi. It was great. You know, I mean, I've been eating rice for fucking like, you know, three months. Um, so it's like, I'm like, what's this stuff? It's like all this fancy food. So we're just like, rah, 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 rah. It's all you can eat. It's great. Really good stuff. So then we go to walk it off and we're like, oh, okay, we did pretty good. And then we walk it off and, and whatever. But, you know, I hadn't eaten anything like elaborate. You know, like, you know, in a long time. So then the plan is we're going to come back and that night it's going to be romance time, mm-hmm. you know. Turn on the red light. And me was like, you know what? Can we have a little of that? Um, and she was uh, trying to find the word. And then, you know, after a little, she's all foreplay. She's all foreplay. <laughs> can we do some right. of that? Can we do some of that foreplay it's stuff? It's not surprising and, that she couldn't remember the term. And after I took my shoes off and I counted my toes, you know, because that's what cavemen do. And then I went, and I remembered foreplay. I looked it up on Wikipedia, and that's the you know the titillating stuff you do before fucking someone in the ass. And uh, so I'm like, yeah, let's do that. You know, it's okay, and it's going. We win. You know, she likes kissing, and so we brushed our teeth, and you know, did that thing. Turned on the red light. You know, and we got into the zone, and you know, it was nice. And now we're going to do our foreplay. We're going to just, you know, just kind of enjoy each other, and you know, relax. She took her big test. You know, blah 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 blah. So, so we're like, so we're like laying there, and I kind of crawl on the bed, and I'm like making my moves, you know. And I'm like just making my moves, and she's looking at me. You know, she's receptive to my moves. You know what I mean? You know when that mood's there, and you're like, "Yeah, come here, big boy." I don't believe this. Come here, daddy. You know, just get over here, and <laughs> let's gonna go wrong. Kiss my face. <laughs> so waiting. I, so I literally, this, yeah, it's called a buildup in comedy. Yeah. So, well, so I speed literally, it up, buddy. So shut up, bitch! I'm fucking building something. <laughs> So I get in and we start that soft kiss. Not the not the soft kiss that led to Al is a great kisser kiss. But right. she was actually giving me the chance to actually kiss her and not think about Al for, you know, I don't know. 20, as, long, as far as you know. 20, 30. Shut up! Drink, just drink your water, pee bucket. So we're like starting. It's really romantic. I'm touching her face. She has those little smiles on her face. And I'm laying there. And all of a sudden, my stomach starts going, you know, well. And we stop, and she's like, "Oh, that's that's your stomach." And I'm like, "It's cool. Don't worry about it. It's It's cool, baby. It's cool, baby. (laughs) It's just good. My stomach's just happy. Happy it's your birthday too. Uh Make up some shit." (laughs) And then I start kissing a little bit, and then. And I just look at her and I go, uh, and she's like, you got to go sit down. And I'm like, yeah, I got to go sit down. And then she goes, yeah, I got to go too. (laughs) So I got up. You guys. Unscrewed the red light bulb, turned the regular light on. We put on our clothes. We're like, oh, Jesus, five years, huh? This is where we're at. We both go, sit on opposite sides of the bathroom, you know. How you doing, honey? I'm doing good. Happy birthday, pumpkin. All right, that's good. Oh, We're just sitting God. down, spend a little time. All you guys did was eat sushi. Spend a little time. Wasn't just me, but she doesn't make the sounds. Oh. It's all internal, but she has, she's new. So then we, you know, have our moment across the wall from each other. Uh-huh. Wash our hands. Come back in the room. Turn the red light on. Come back in. And then... Come back down, and then we kissed. Uh huh. And it was very nice. Very nice. And with that kissed. little uh, interlude right in the middle. A little little <laughs> little bit of a poop break there. You know, a little little romance poop break had to happen. Oh and then uh, and then so yeah so uh, 
So it was funny. That's what you would imagine a mean birthday to be, actually. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. yeah, so it was very romantic, and then it was very sexy, and and you know we really enjoyed. And I'm like, oh my god, we haven't kissed like that in years. And she's like, yeah, I know. <laughs> oh. like, yeah. Shut up. Take the fuck. <laughs> Shut up and take wow. your fuck. Your Hitachi. Uh, uh, uh. That's. Uh, <laughs> I'm a romantic man. You certainly are. Look baby. at that. Look at that. I mean, look at all the look at all the women out there in perverted podcast land that swoon. <laughs> Swooned by my gotta poop in the middle of making out stories. Oh my god. That's how I bring in the bitches, Kathy. What bitches? That's how I bring in the bitches. <laughs> There's bitches from far away that are like, oh my god. I've noticed the quieter I if get. If I the wasn't more in prison right you now. Get. You're like talking a mile a minute. What? What? <laughs> how about Muse birthday song? I don't have it. You better pull that fucker up. Jesus. I'm sick and tired of you not doing it to have it ready. It's a good song. I don't understand why you don't have Just it Just keep ready. bitching, Kathy, because I would like I c- to interrupt and say that I am out of liquids. <gasps> She's out of liquids. Somebody. Oh. Del is, Del is, Del is handling the, uh, I don't he's know. The podcast he's, runner. Oh, Jesus Christ, Hosa, <laughs> Just I, water, please. Thanks. I can't read. Uh, so, so yeah, Kathy. So, what else? Isn't there anything else? Can we move on from Potato Mayhem? Uh, yeah, we can. Okay. We can move on. Oh, that's Unger. Unger. Are you done with your project? So, is that why you're back? Um. Arr, okay. You don't have to talk about it. Crap. Yeah. Oh. Crap. Okay, but but you're back, Unger. Currently, today. Okay. What? Go to the. You have to go to the microphone if you're going to say something. I That's the microphone. microphone. You can't shout from across. Get up and talk on the what? fucking I'm mic. A, I'm like my face is not fat. you, Unger. Not, not you, Unger. Not you. Oh. <laughs> oh my god. Sorry. Still- to the mic. Put your mouth on the mic like you're sucking a cock. Like this. That's it. See, yeah. Look at Unger. You? He yells at me every week. I still I do love it like your kill toe. I just, I love your kill toe. It should be a fetish on Fet Life. It really should. Oh my god. It, it Boogie doesn't be. think so. I'll bet. Kill toe. <laughs> really quickly. What? Oh, this is. Oh wait. So okay. Okay. Ready? Here we Happy birthday! You're a pervert. Get your spankings. Happy birthday! Whips and crops and games. Oh, thank you. This day we celebrate the pervert that is you. Cause when you're kinky, you can have your cake and beat it. Mew. Whack 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 whack. Happy birthday! You are great. Yeah. <laughs> Happy birthday. Mew got her birthday. She's too busy she's stuffing that dildo just, down Aki's bosom. She's literally just titty fucking Aki's hot. <sighs> well, uh, are we moving on? Uh, we didn't hear about what's going on in the chat room. What's Unger? What's going on in the chat room? It's mostly just me and Sticks chatting about the movie Hellraiser and bands. Two people in the room. Two wow. people in the room that also <laughs> happen to be in this room. Oh. And now Aki is uh, shoving the dildo in her mouth. It just ramp. I think she choked. You know, just let her, let the birthday girl have her thing. Let let her have it. That life helps you deal with mental herpes. Let's put a logic condom on our brain. Now we're better protected from a king shaming world. You know what we didn't mention? What? what? We didn't mention one thing. What? That there's like three people that are supposed to be here right now, but they're stranded on the side of a road coming Who's from like side of the road there was three people that were coming here and someone i what what's his name captain of captain awesome and uh and they were coming down for the thing and they were driving from far and Mm -hmm. i guess they lost a tire or something and they're literally (laughs) still on the side of the road so i just wanted to make sure that we sent some love to uh to their attempt their attempt to come and join us in oh, the celebration. We all appreciate and, your attempt to come here. And Saturday. hopefully you are building an adventure. And while you're waiting for a tow truck, what an awesome time to put fingers in people. Ooh, I mean, it's like on the, the desert. side of the road. Well, it's like in the yeah, kind of middle hot. of nowhere-ish. What, <laughs> yes, Aki. You haven't done that before? You should at least plug their podcast. That's, the, that's what they're doing. And okay, good. Plug the podcast. Can you speak into the microphone? To Gotham Press Podcast? Gotham Press Podcast? Dot com? Dot com? Sure. Oh, my God. Okay, maybe you can get a, a cell phone plug. and get their actual uh, podcast and we'll... Pl- I is just that- want Greedy to put his fingers in, in Captain. That's uh, all. I see. Someone right. put fingers in someone. I'll put it in the Discord. 
Okay, in Yay. the Discord. Very good. All right. All right, so what do we got? Oh, this is this is where, uh, is after four years, yes. after four years, this is where we're going to piss everybody off, except for uh, us in the poster. Why would you piss everybody off? Well, it's mean? just a, a very triggery topic for a lot of people to mention it in the way that this poster eloquently did. Okay, this uh, by Songbird1432, and it's called, I am a volunteer, not a victim. Now, I have to say, when I first read that title, I had to reread the whole thing twice because I misunderstood the title. So just to say, because we're a king community, we're very into the volunteerism. So just be aware, this is not about volunteerism. <laughs> She's using it as if to say, you know, I choose my stuff. I, I'm a volunteer in my life. I'm not a victim. Okay. So she says, in my 32 years of being an adult, every situation, good or bad, I was in was a choice. I can count on one hand the times I've actually been a victim, and that situation earned the other person a 24-year prison sentence. You see, victims don't have a choice. They are trapped in a situation by fear and threats. They have no way out. They can't see a way out. I've been in some crappy situations, and during those times, that little voice kept screaming and jumping up and down and waving red flags in my face. But I chose to flick that sucker off my shoulder. I volunteered to stay. That's what it all boils down to, choices. I made some based on love. I made some based on bottom-of-the-barrel stupidity. But I volunteered. I chose my path. I will own my choice. My story does not make me a victim. I sought comfort and understanding. It didn't quite go as I hoped. It's a choice. I regret. Excuse me, I regret. A choice I have to fix. But no one should pay the price for my moment of pain-filled regret except me. (sighs) Hmm. Say I couldn't ever speak like that. Why not? I, I couldn't ever speak like. Well, what do you mean? I, I, I was so I, I was I was so in love with this post, uh, and and literally a lot of courage. And I'm not I'm not just stroking you know the posters junk, um, but I am in a sense because it takes a lot of courage, uh, especially in this culture, to actually stand up. In the face of all the threat, you're victim shaming, victim shaming, victim shaming, to say there is a difference between whether or not you deserve to be assaulted or the completely different topic of did I have any responsibility in some of the negative situations that I, I wound up in. And we're in a culture to where you can't say that out loud because, and it's true, so many people have been victim shamed and, and victim shaming, I, I do believe is a real thing and that it is an easy escape for the victimizers to uh, discredit the victims. I agree with that, but that doesn't discount the fact that we do have a responsibility in all of the situations and not just the situations we put ourselves into, but how we deal with it afterwards. And are we going to stay a victim? Because we've been victimized, or are we going to become a survivor and a champion? And that comes down to personal choice, and that's why I was so, I was so very excited about this post, because here's somebody who's been through some real shit, some really real shit, and can still be strong and mature enough to stand up and say, hey, I made some bad choices, and it put me in some of those situations. The situations like like they were talking about where you're trapped threats you know the, that type we're not talking about that that you you don't have control over because somebody took you or or whatever like when i was a child i i didn't have a lot of choice in where i i could be so i had to i had to deal with my abuse because that's where i lived and and every time i ran away they made me go back to that place so in that sense, you could say there was, there was being a victim. But how I dealt with it and how I responded to those things in my life, once I became an adult and I did not have to live there or be around certain toxic people, that, I think, is, is incredibly powerful to talk about those two differences. Mm-hmm. I did something stupid, Boogie. What would you do? I deleted the next two segments. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's why we should just focus on the segment we're in. No, okay. While we're, I we're want in you it. to know that I can't believe I did this and I've never done this before. The one time that you put the show together and I fucking delete two segments. Okay, okay. Right. Let's just get back to the topic. I'm so see, because you're on your phone while I'm, I'm monologue, ignoring me. No, I'm looking for the okay, thing because it didn't print. Well, if it makes you feel better, I looked up body brokering laws. You can totally give her your eyes when you're dead. <gasps> You mean so vice versa? We can we get back to the topic? It's an important topic. I'm sorry. Thanks. What did you say about it? Oh my god! 
I'm kidding. It's just a joke, man. Do you have anything to say? Because I have a lot to say. Um, I guess for me, it's my question is at what point is it the person's fault and not like the circumstances? Fault? Is it a is are we is it always talking about a fault? Because I think that's where uh, a lot of people get into this very strong line. And we're talking about responsibility, and responsibility is on a spectrum. Responsibility is a situation like, okay, I knew I was going to this party by myself. I knew there were going to be a bunch of people there who were rowdy, possibly some of them criminal, possibly whatever. You know, you have a knowledge that there is a reputation at this place for people getting drunk and people doing things to you when you're passing out and nobody doing anything to it. Do you have a safe call in place? Did you still go to the party? Did you go to the party alone? We're not talking about whether or not you deserve to be fucking raped. We're talking about whether you have a level on the spectrum of responsibility of things that you could have done better or things you can do better in the future and to take responsibility and take care of yourself. There's nowhere that ever says, you de- no matter what, that you don't deserve to get raped. There's no law that justifies your rape, at least here in, in America. Um, but it doesn't mean that there's not some level that you have to accept and say, I could have done better because I used to be in some very scandalous situations where there was some very scandalous people around. And at any time, something could have gone very, very bad, and I could have been killed. So um, I knew those risks going in. So if something would have happened to me, even though legally people aren't supposed to be able to shoot you, I had a responsibility because I allowed myself to go into that situation. And I think that's where we get really lost is that what is personal responsibility? And personal responsibility doesn't mean you take the blame for being victimized, but it does mean that you had a share in this. I think that's where I, my opinion is. Uh, I would say I've gotten, I'm not going to say in trouble, but I know that I've spoken out vehemently about this, that, that I don't believe people take enough responsibility for themselves and are, at least in my experience, they're too quick to um, ask everybody to maneuver their lives around their issues so that they never have to be put in that same situation again or triggered in any way. And this was at a time when I was, we were hearing that a lot, and it was really starting to get on my nerves. Even at the best of times, I think people don't take enough responsibility for their choices. So I do agree with her. You and I, Boogie, and especially me, have gotten some ugly emails from people who misunderstand what we're saying and think that we're actually victim-shaming. But I agree with the poster, and I agree with you. You have to look at your own responsibility. And that's why I, I don't like using the word blame, because everybody has responsibility for their own lives. On the other hand, to be fair, there's so much that happens in our lives that we have no control over. We try our darndest to make our lives go down the path we want them to, but shit always comes in to mess it up, and we do our best to mitigate all those losses and try and live a relatively happy life. But um, I'm always happy when I read stuff like this, simply because uh, I feel like I'm not alone. I feel like there are people out there who understand that it's, it's not all about... Um, carpeting the entire world it's a lot easier just to put on a pair of fucking slippers and because life is not going to make itself mold itself into what you want it to be no matter how much you preach and and argue and protest it's not no we're not there it's not a utopian society there are there are people out there who are going to harm you they're not going away suck it the fuck up and accept it there are people out there, they're called psychopaths. They don't acknowledge other people as anything. And if they're violent psychopaths or psychopaths that are prone to assault or rape or sexual, they, these are clinical people. 2% of our population are clinical psychopaths. They will never change no matter how much you protest, no matter how much you explain to them. They will not. If they're on a path of violence and whatever, the only thing you can do is to avoid giving them that opportunity. And that is where personal responsibility comes in. Can't because no assault can take place without opportunity. None. If the if the attacker doesn't get the opportunity, it doesn't exist. So your best bet, my best bet, 
in all of our best bet when we're out in the world trying to survive and navigate all the people that might do us harm is do we have our eyes open? Do we have our support group? Do we have we done our due diligence to if we're going to go and take the risk of going into situations, do we have a backup plan? Do we have a safe call? Do we have a this? Do we have a that? Are we willing to take them to the police station? What? Are we willing to investigate? Are we willing to do those things to protect ourselves? And it doesn't mean that you spend the rest of your life beating yourself up for when you failed yourself, which I've done a hundred million fucking times. It means you say, okay, I didn't make the best decisions and I put myself in a situation and it did not work out for me. What can I do better going forward? How can I do better and how can I teach other people to do better on that? Right. Yeah, it's a good post. And she litters it with, uh, I mean, that I had to cut it down with everyday examples. Uh, Things that she walks into eyes open, regrets it later, but she doesn't blame anyone else. I mean, I've been in situations like that where people have treated me horribly and I absolutely take my responsibility for it. That doesn't mean I let them off the hook. I'm still going to blame you for being a fucking asshole who, if you were any kind of decent human being, you wouldn't react like that. I'm not going to let you off the hook for that shit, but that's the place I go to first. How did I let this happen? What's my responsibility in this? And once I can figure that out, which honestly, not always that good at Um, I I do need to talk it out with people. And once I can figure out what that is, then um, I simply feel much better. I I have all my ducks in a row. I can then decide what actions I'm going to take based on how much responsibility I had and how much responsibility was taken away from me. So, Okay, very good. Did you have a comment? Yeah, go go right to the mic. Talk right into the microphone. I think also in today's day and age, the personal responsibility isn't just sexual. It's also in education. We see a lot of people who get up and start shouting at speakers who they don't like and it's like take some personal responsibility for yourself do you think that this is okay and i think as we grow up we have to experience things we have to experience life we can't just wrap ourselves in bubble wrap and say i'm a victim it's like and you know maybe you get victim points in your head but when you are looked at as a victim it's like oh poor you how are you going to learn you have to learn from what you've done and I have had to learn that every day. So, and I don't believe I'm a victim at all. So, there's that. So. Good. Very good. Nice. Very good. Good point. Hmm. Yeah. All right. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> God damn it. I want to say let's let's see what's going on in the chat room again, but I, I'm, I don't think anything is going to go on. What? They want to make sure we're recording. Yes, it's sure still looks recording. Like, it still looks like it's recording. <laughs> What? Oh, and Captain Awesome is still at the side of the road. He still is. Okay, read read the thing in the the thing what you were going to read. All right, Captain Awesome's uh, Gotham Press podcast. You can find him at Gotham Press at uh, dot Podbean, the Gotham Press at FetLife, Gotham Press Pod at Twitter, Gotham Press Podcast at Facebook. Any of those will work for you. Any of those will work. Nice. And I feel really bad for them. I just I'm imagining would, them. He would enjoy, the they're just sitting there going, <laughs> "Fuck me, I've done it. I've been on that side of the road in the middle, probably on the five. Oh. I actually had a situation to where uh, I remember I was coming back. This was when I was in the Christian days, and we were coming back from like Oregon, like twelve days, five shows. You know, just, just wrecked driving all the way back from Oregon, and we're on the five, and it's literally like just by the grapevine, ready. You know, like two hours away from being home and i'm like oh my god i gotta pee and i'm dragging the trailer of all the equipment and i get out and i the car's running and i lock myself out of the car while i pee (gasps) and so i'm standing on the side and this was like i don't know 1992 triple a's there's no cell phones where's a cell phone there's no fucking cell phone and so I'm standing there. My car's running. Cars are going. And I'm like standing there just going, wow, Lord, Lord, what do I do? Lord Jesus, dear Jesus, can you unlock my car? It'd be real- no, not good. Okay, look, here's my trailer. Here's some equipment. I'm going to grab this prop and smash my own window. And that's oh. what I smashed the window, opened the door, and got in and drove drove home. Oh, boogie. God didn't come to the rescue. God did not. God failed me. <laughs> and so that's why I deconverted. <laughs> because God wouldn't be a locksmith. Oh. I'm sure there's probably some whole book, God's Not My Locksmith. <laughs> He only holds the key. Jesus fucking Christ. Oh, ah! You can't get that shit out of your you head, can't. baby. It's still there. Jesus <laughs> the awful. Just, just one, two, three. <laughs> 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 
is great. Holly is hard. Holly is sexy. Fucking hard. I need some Holly sanity. Well, Kathy. Yeah? It's nice that we had that little 17-minute uh, break to deal with so the... So uh, that I could find the stuff. <laughs> you could find the stuff. Me, Dell, and, and uh, Unger found it. So, uh, How is my login on your computer? Did I get use it there sometime? I don't know. It's a shared document, so you both have access to it. So whoever changes it can go back to any version anyone made. Oh, I thought you guys were pulling up my document. I'm all on. Okay. Uh-huh. It's, the, it's the original one that we write all oh, the okay, stuff well, on yeah. we share. Okay. So this is anonymous. Um, he says, I don't know if you remember me. I wrote into the show maybe a year ago from Phoenix. The ex-Mormon groovy newbie looking to try BDSM and overcome sexual shame. Actually, I think I do remember that. I do. Good news, I have a little girl now, and it has been the best relationship I've ever experienced. Sexually curious, exploration, communication, and so much healing and fun. So thank you for helping me find what works for me. Daddy reads. <laughs> what the hell was that? That's called a fat finger, that and it just happened me. to be Daddy reads. So, then, so yeah. he became the Daddy story time. Like, All right. He says, what I need help with is boundaries. She is 21. I am 30. She just finished college and lives an hour away. She wants to date girls and have safe sex with lots of people. She is super hot and naturally wants to have as much fun as possible in life right now. That makes total sense to me. I'm totally supportive. I just want to be able to feel like her daddy at the end of the day. The turmoil came when she slept with her ex-boyfriend and told me afterwards. Mm. She was sorry to have hurt my feelings and was confused about her own feelings as well. And now she's wondering if she can have me and her ex-boyfriend in a polyamorous way. (laughs) Now, I'm hurt and jealous and angry because I don't like the ex. I... uh, Oh, wow. I don't know what this means. I told her my boundaries. If she sleeps with him, she can't sleep with me. Ouch, that's quite an ultimatum. It's a boundary. He asks, is that a fair boundary? Is there a better way to manage this? It seems like that will force her to choose him or me, and I know she has feelings for us both. I'm so new to this that it's hard to think straight because I really do care about this girl. I also want to make sure I'm taken care of, too. Even if you don't use this on the show, I would love some advice anyway. That's so nice. Thank you so much for what you do. Anonymous. Anonymous. Hmm. I give the clap for a very specific reason. Um, Okie dokie. Because... No matter what you do, no matter what you do, unless you're taking a lot of really fucking great drugs, you're taking just great, great mind bending, like, you know, you're you're just, you're mixing some shit and you're just getting that buzz so hard you don't give a fuck about anything, there is no way you are going to not feel what you are feeling. And that includes jealousy, territorialism, any types of feelings. Your feelings are always valid because you are feeling them. Whether they are based in logic, misinterpretation, truth, fiction, whatever. It does not matter. Your feelings are your feelings. So to try to pretend that you are not having feelings is the thing that's going to be the most damaging to you. That is the thing that's going to fuck you. The boundaries that that this person has set, what else are you going to do? I mean, yes, you can maybe go to therapy and learn how to deal with all your things and insecurities and fears and resentments and, and those types of things. You absolutely can. But at the, at the base, you can make whatever boundaries you want. You can give whatever ultimatums you want. You have absolute permission. You are going to have to reap whatever consequences you are because you are making those ultimatums to another human being who has their own thoughts, ideas, and agendas of their life, but you do have the right to say, this is my limit. This is my, I can't deal with this. So if you want me, this is what it's going to be. I have to do this constantly in my life. Right. Al, what do you think? I completely agree with that. If that's your limit and that's one of your boundaries and it means a lot to you, then you should stick with it and enforce that boundary, even if it means that the relationship can't work or whatever. You know, you just have to accept the potential consequences and stick stay true to yourself really right but it doesn't sound like he has well he says i don't have a lot of experience with with polyamory and i get it you can't always determine ahead of time because you don't always think of every situation that's going to come up what your rules and and 
practices are because everyone's are going to be different. I'm wondering if they both uh, had made a rule that before you sleep with someone, you need to bring it, kind, it up. It kind of sounds like that. Like they did because it wasn't, you know. Yeah, that's divulged. one thing. There's uh, her being young and wanting to have a good time and sleep with whoever she wants. That is great. Absolutely great. But if you're going to respect your partner, you guys need to sit down and discuss what the rules are going to be. Do you Are you told ahead of time? Do, does there have to be an STD testing if you're going to have sex with them? So many things that are going to come up and things that you're going to forget that are going to come up and hurt feelings and you have to deal with that and then come up with the rule and move on. These things happen in polyamory. You can't figure out everything in advance and so that you never hit a pothole. But... Um, I don't know if they're compatible. If she's if she's somebody who just look, I want to be a free loving person. I don't want to get permission every time I want to have sex. They might not be that compatible. No. But if you if she wants to have a certain amount of fidelity toward him, um, then she's going to have to abide by some rules. She can't run around it. There are very few people that I know who have that kind of free thinking, uh, th- and their partner's okay with it, where they can do whatever the fuck whenever they want it. Sure. I mean, I certainly have rules so does creative explorer i know my sister and her boyfriend do everybody yeah so um that's a hard thing to do because if if that is a hard limit for him and she says nope that's not something i'll be able to do then the relationship is over and that's something i've done in the love lab for for a long time now is i've i've let people know what my my boundaries are and my personal limits are and so we have a lot of people that are lovers, but they will we will never enter into some sort of committed relationship because my boundaries are much different uh, than a lot of people uh, are interested in. And so for me, the way I make it work in my mind is if I'm your daddy 24-7 and I spend seven days a week in you and my investment is in you, then you're you're mine, you know, and and so that's. That's my. That's how I do that. But if if you're a lover or a partner like that, I have no say, and so I. That's how I deal with it emotionally. Whatever. As far as my insecurities, I'm insecure and, and challenged by every every fucking uh, every dominant male on the universe. That's a, I'm a territorial animal. That's that's part of my nature. Right. Um, so I just disclose that. That's the main thing, just like you were talking about. When you enter into a polyamorous relationship, no matter what, it's still a relationship. And relationships are something, the hope of the relationship is that you build this type of intimacy and connection, like Mew and I have done over five years, that you are not going to get with somebody who is just a, a lover that comes in, a, you know, once or twice a month uh, type of thing. So the idea of the relationship is that it has certain goals that you are going to get from being much more close and intimate with somebody as opposed to being a lover. So, but there are costs to that. Just like you said, there are boundaries. There are the other person's feelings that you do have to worry about. You can't just be a free spirit. Otherwise you're just going to you know, end up harming somebody or being manipulative or lying or cheating or, or any of those things. I mean, yeah, it's every, like we said so many times, everybody has different rules, different things that they can and they can't do. So, it might sound like Creative Explorer and I have um, a, com- a lot of commit serious commitment towards one another, but I go over there on the weekends. I mean, I, and when we we're together and we do uh, our power exchange, it is a master slave thing. And a lot of people in the master slave community can't understand that master slave is twenty four seven. I get that that works for them. Doesn't work for me. Right. I absolutely can't be in a twenty four seven master slave relationship. I can't even be twenty four seven DS. Well, that just means you don't get the true. In being I'm in the front of yes. it, you just—that's what you're doing. It's, it's totally okay. Yeah, you, it's play. It's play, but you just don't get to be called a true, true. master slave relationship, right? So we do it on on the weekends, and the rest of the time, he's his schedule is his, and my schedule is mine. I'm wondering if that works for them. If it's a daddy little girl relationship, she lives an hour away. Is there a specific time of the week that she comes and spends time with him, and that's the time where you're mine, and you're not going to go out with anybody else? But the rest of the week is yours. I'm not sure that can. Work. The other thing is that it doesn't sound like he likes he likes this guy very much. Is it because he sees something that she doesn't that he's dangerous that he's truly a bad guy, or he just doesn't like her? Right. I was going to say in the beginning. I I mean, exes are usually exes for a reason. So that's true. Good insight. <laughs> and cleanse the, the whole ex thing. Right. We've 
cut you out. You're, yeah. Yeah. Hmm. There's a reason that they're not together anymore. There's that a, might be why he's uncomfortable with it. That's true. And because there was that, problems and, and he remembers. Yeah. See, when the that's the thing is when you get into a new relationship, you've usually divulged information about your exes, all the ugly stuff. You know, maybe you'll say, oh, they were kind of cool in this way, but here's how they were fucking assholes and why they are an ex. But when all of a sudden that flirt gets on and you see your ex and you start to rekindle some of the juicy stuff, you forget the bad stuff, but the fucking ex, the the, the new partner, relationship yeah. that you bitched about all that stuff that the ex that's was. That's all they remember. That's all they know. So they're looking at you going, why the fuck are you back with this dick? Yeah. You said they were a fucking dick, and now you want to fuck the dick, and now you want me to share the fucking dick with the fucking dick. So what the fuck? Yikes, Boogie. <laughs> you know, so it's an honest fucking feeling. Absolutely. You know, whether I, I it's totally male or female, it. it doesn't matter. You know, it's just... And so this is a difficult situation made even more so because they're new to polyamory. So you're, you're in for some bumpy roads, but communication and discussion is absolutely the key. If you are both honest people who are willing to... Uh, I don't know, talk about that honestly, because it's hard to talk in an honest way, because a lot of what we say when we're honest hurts the other person. Sure. But if you're willing to do that and be mature about it, you absolutely have a shot at this. If you have any problem with communication, if you have any problem being honest, um, I don't... Rougher I road. never see that. Rougher as, road ahead of you. Hey, Boogie. Hey, Kathy. I have meaning to ask you. Okay. Why are you sunburned? Why are you... Have you been spending more time outside? I mean, you've literally got a tan and a little burned on your shoulders there. What's going on? Kathy, I don't know what's happening in my life. <laughs> <laughs> All I know is we've been doing this for four years, and, and I had different things, and, and, and now I'm here, and, you know, I just don't know. I don't know. I don't know why I got sun. <laughs> Why, why I did I like leave it. the love lab? I don't like it, Kathy. It's, it hurts, and you're driving. You're, you're like, eh, this sends on my arm, and you're like, eh, and you put with a shirt on one, just one long sleeve shirt to block, it, and you're like, eh, and yeah, I don't know. Poor boogie. It's a game. I'm playing a game. It's a tough life you lead. It's a game. You know, Aki flashed me a moment ago. Wait a minute. She Ooh. lifted her skirt, and suddenly there's a hoo ha. <laughs> God damn it! There's a chair in the way. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Boogie. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> whatever. That was a good post. It was a good post. That was real. That was a screaming damn post. Uh, thanks to Dell for recovering that. <laughs> Dell, damn good recovery. Oh, wait, there's one You're more. You're welcome. Oh, I for- totally forgot. What's the next segment? The, wait. Oh, when you find your love life waning and you might need some explaining, come to us for some fucking advice. Very techno. <laughs> it was like super chicken. You, you and when that you find yourself on Tinder and you're threatening by a stranger and it looks like it would take a pelican. There's one thing you should learn. There's no officer, but you can. If there is a job you want to overlook it, he'll say you knew the job was dangerous when you took it. <laughs> he will drive a Wow. You pee. knew the job was dangerous when you took it. <laughs> you know, she has to pee. Why don't we do the owl has to pee now? No. Oh. No, I can wait a little longer, but I'm just okay. saying I have to pee. So. What That's that? Good. Somebody just cackled into the Yeah, we got mic. some oh? extra chickens. Oh, okay. Because <laughs> you can never have enough chickens. I guess Never so. have enough chickens running around love lab. <laughs> don't give me that look. No, you, you sound chickens know what love alligator is. balls on me. Chickens know what love is. Look. Where is this going? Chicken love? You want spit feathers? Oh. Chickens actually poop and shit eggs out the same hole, so just FYI. Wow. What, that's a random bit of information that is truly disgusting. I don't know how to respond to that. All of a sudden, I'm like, huh. Well, I didn't want to know. All of a sudden, I had a visual there. The more you know. It wasn't as cute. It's not a sexy chicken. Ew. Goddamn chickens are pigs. God. <laughs> Fucking pig chicken. Boink, 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 boink. Pig chicken. That's another boink, dolphin boink. roach. What? Jesus Christ. All right, let's move on. This is right. from Lux. Fucking Gimpy. <laughs> God, don't call her Gimpy. She says, I recently injured myself pretty badly, and I'm out of commission for play and most recreational things. A broken arm is no joke. I can't even hold my Hitachi. Well, now that's a uh, fucking tragedy uh, right I'm now. I'm so sorry. Uh, yes. Like every, I knew that would be that's the thing. That's horrifying. 
Man, I feel like shit. And even I was able to masturbate. <laughs> even I. What is wrong no with you? No fatigue is going to stop me. <laughs> You're just laying there, literally. Great oh, <laughs> explore. Put prop the pillow under this. Cool coming out of my okay. mouth. <laughs> pop the. Okay, great. Now just can you duct tape the Hitachi into my hand? Okay, turn it on. Now leave me. <laughs> Be back in eight minutes. <laughs> come back. Come back when I go. Because <laughs> it's sensitive after that. Oh my gosh. She says. Anyway, I'm feeling frustrated and a bit cut off from my community. It's hard to motivate myself to get out to events when I spend half the time protecting my broken self and then get exhausted so easily. My question is, how can kinksters still engage with kink and sexuality when seriously injured? Lots of love. And for Boogie, here's loathing. Very nice of her. She gave Thank you, you loathing, I got some loathing. Brave. I feel yeah. very good about my loathing. Thank you, Lux. I do have, uh, I mean, and we, we've talked a little bit about, we had Lady Solaris on to talk about, you know, you know dif- uh, disabilities and kink and, and things like that. And... And obviously, if you had some help, she put it. She said, "If you could get me a, a WFW or a w, it said, is it save it in there like no, to help that me with part, it." I don't, I don't know what that means, so WD-40. I can't pin, huh? WD forty? No, no. Like, <laughs> it's like an acronym for a certain uh, a certain type of person, huh? Woman for woman. Oh, so basically, oh, okay, so she's just looking for, for a female. Okay, well, that we can whore out for her. I oh, thought it was man. some I thought it was some clever technical thing that I wasn't going to know and I didn't want to send the wrong person Lex's way. But no, um, this is a, a really good time to, if you have some long-distance partners, to work your tease to build, like, your sexuality in more of a teasy way and and do maybe some more role play um online stuff is is a lot of fun have somebody set up a camera and then make themselves squirt in 3d at your face it's it's you know you're not gonna nut but it's amazing you're still involved in your sexuality and i think that's really the thing is are you still involved in your sexuality you can still read erotica you can still write dirty letters you can still find ways to be involved with your sexuality even though maybe physically you can't engage in as much as you would like to and then of right. course get someone to come over and hold the hitachi for you wow well which I we would s- do like if if we could go i mean I, we, look we have we have women raising hands we have men women everyone's raising a hand to hold the hitachi right for lux okay. so if we can just carter in here you know, it's not just that she says she's exhausted from all of it. A lot of times, it's mm. the emotional aspect, it's the mental aspect. So we need you to just, do. You know, there. Look, I'm joking that there's nothing's going to stop me from masturbating. I haven't masturbated in weeks. Saturday was the first time that I felt somewhat normal. It really is the hierarchy of needs. When that masturbating and sexual gratification fall down to the fucking bottom when you're dealing with an injury or an illness. Right. And no more so than when I'm going through something. I absolutely do not feel sexy. I'm got my mind is focused on whatever is going on at the time and it just I give up on it. It's not going to happen. I'm not going to enjoy going to parties. I'm not going to enjoy any power exchange when I'm sick or hurt and I'm with Creative Explorer. I tell them before the weekend begins, no power exchange this weekend because right. I can't even handle it. So um, sometimes it's just not going to happen. I know that's nobody wants to hear that. If your mind isn't in it, then it's not going to happen. If your mind is in it and the only thing holding you back is just some, I don't know, practicalities, then she's right. You know, she get someone else to help you and the things you say. She did say some other stuff that you didn't tell me. I just saw in the. Okay, while you. Before you read that, I just. No, I forgot. Never mind. She (laughs) says, if you know any WLW who want to help you WLW. Yeah. Is that woman licking woman? Is that weasels? Del? Weasels Del- liking waskles? He's going to find out. Weasel, I, I said, tell me what that means. I don't, you know. Okay. Well, I know Del's I have this podcast. You know, she I'm says, supposed to know shit, but I don't. She says, according to Wikipedia, the symbol of a fourth anniversary is traditionally fruit. What In honor mean? of that, I found the perfect gift idea for some fabulous patrons. Oh, that- to get you all something that is both a fruit and an electrical appliance. It's like a banana said, vibrator. It's a <laughs> emojibator. Emoji. The banana emojibator. That's. I was like, That's no, no, funny. you don't need to. It's basically women loving women. There might be some other ones, but it's basically women loving women. So I like okay. that a lot, except for, that, for the Craigslist version. All right, could be Wascos, Wevin Wascos. <laughs> 
You are four years. So four years are not all going to be good. Our audience is used to it. It's kind of uh, it's kind of good. Kathy, yeah, we saved the show. Dell saved the show. Dell saved the goddamn show. Like, look at Al. She's just literally twisted. She's, I literally can't think about anything but having to pee right now. I that is so good. Poor girl. Well, Kathy, before we get to that. Yes, you're going to make her wait. I'd like to reflect. Don't even. On four years. I was not on the floor. I swear to God. Rain huh? so, so nice. She's ready to pee. What? It was, oh my God, what Niagara Falls was frozen and then it just leaked But yesterday's rainstorm was fantastic. Oh too. my God, I mean, just feeling that flowing like that water run I was leaving and going to the bathroom. Al, do you need to pee? Yes. Al, are you ready for this ceremonious four-year anniversary perverted podcast pee in a bucket kind of thing? Well, then let's pee in a bucket! (laughs) (laughs) Didn't make a jingle for that? I know. We need a pee in the bucket jingle. God, Boogie. One would think you were busy putting a show together. Stop distracting him. I got to (laughs) pee. All right. Well, okay. Pee in a bucket. Pee in a bucket. There's a jingle. (laughs) I got, I got this, Mew. No, no, no. Get out of here. Oh, poor Mew. Look, she's pouting now. What'd you do to her? You know what? Yeah, yeah. You guys, you guys, you guys cuddle her. All right. So here's what we're going to do, ladies and gentlemen, Perverted Podcast Land. Can you hear me, Kathy, in this thing? Is this on? Yes. All right. So what I'm going to do is I got this uh, Home Depot five-gallon bucket in all its orange neon glory. And what you're going to... Can you please take this dress off so we can see? Al really likes humiliation and public, you know, exhibitionism and stuff like that. So we're just going to let her enjoy that. And for you probably should take off the panties too, shouldn't you? I mean, unless you want to pee on them over. I'm sure that's a fetish somewhere. Now, what I need you to do here is we got this bucket. Wow, Boogie. Nice sounding bucket. <laughs> and what I want you to do is I want you to lean over. Just sit, just squat over it right here, right down. Just hold the sides if you have to. Oh, that's and so uncomfortable. Look, look at that. that. That's just humiliating. And when you need to, okay. let it go. <laughs> I'm suddenly having. <laughs> She's having anxiety. Could somebody make the sound of anxiety. running water, please? Everyone, go. Wait, wait, wait. Just waterboard her. Wait. Uh, wait. Wait. Yay, she's peeing. Can you hear it? (laughs) Yeah, you can hear it. Squirt it out! (laughs) But how much did you make her drink? Like a gallon. (laughs) And for everyone. Wait. Give a little squirt at the end. She's not done yet. (laughs) It's still coming out. Don't pee on the mic. She's all, I can feel the mic muff. And don't on my fart butt. on the mic either. The mic's like literally right up her butthole. Just drop a steam. It's the, it's the guest mic. I don't care. Oh. <laughs> now nobody's going to get on it. And she is done, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> you may stand up and. I need something to wipe with. Oh, my God. Eight girls in the room. Nobody thinks of this. She needs something to wipe with. She's not a guy. What we were talking about before, though, is if she was actually nervous enough and she accidentally pooped. And that she would die. She's like, oh my God, I would die. I go, what are you talking about? That would be amazing. Oh. This is it, Kathy. Is this it? This was, and there, there is now a bucket full of Alpi. Oh my God. We'll be selling that on eBay. No, Buy we the will liquid not. ounce. And a little baggie. We'll dip uh, every. Look, Take Kathy. it away. I don't want it anywhere near me. No offense, Owl. Well, Kathy. <laughs> Kathy. Yes, 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 yes. You have something to say? Coming back to your mic. Here he comes. Al's getting dressed now. What? I thought you were going to finish the show. What are we doing? There's like silence. Kathy. Weddy. This is show 208. Uh, yes, it is. <laughs> it's four years. Oh, four years we've been doing this. Last year we had to come to this conclusion uh, as well as this. Yeah. And we're just going to ignore the listeners right now. Are we? Okay. I mean, I think it's pretty good. Four years. It's a good run, Boogie. A good run. I have a hot chick pee in a bucket. <laughs> I don't know. I don't even know if anyone could hear that. Could you hear it at all? I, I could hear it. Maybe yeah. a little bit. Okay, a little yeah. tinkle. I think it's more just the uh, the thing that here we are in a room and you know, we just strip a girl down naked, have a pee in a bucket. Smell you know. of urine everywhere. Smell of, I can't smell <laughs> it. Do you wanna do you wanna stick your I'm finger? I'm very in hydrated, it? so it shouldn't smell. <laughs> Very toxic. She's going to do a UTI. I just like the fact that we're all sitting around the bucket. 
Like the well, buckets, you put the bucket in the middle. Literally like a campfire in the middle of the room, and everyone's just kind of sitting Brother. down looking at it. I can Some just pe- see someone walking by and you just, can, just kicking it, it accidentally, <laughs> and I'm like, ah, there it is. Yeah, every people looking in, Dell just had to have a peek and be like, that's girl pee-pee. <laughs> that's a girl pee-pee on the pee-pee show. And, uh, you know. They're laughing over there. They're just... Uh, I don't know, Kathy. Four years. I don't know either. (laughs) (laughs) In other, you know, other anniversary shows, we've been very reflective. We'll talk about, and this year we're like, this has been a rough. It has been a rough. rough. It's it's about halfway over this year, and uh, the first half has not been glamorous. It has not. But hasn't for me either. (laughs) It hasn't been great. Really, we're not the only ones. Oh no, my pee has been awful. At least you can pee. You did pee in a bucket. I mean, you know, when you you know you know someday. You know, when you're reflecting on this as a 60-year-old woman with your friends, you know, you're like, what did you do? You know, I was on a show. Oh, really? What'd you do? I peed in a bucket in front of a room full of people. Is this a, <laughs> is this a medical show? <laughs> no. No, it wasn't. Kathy, I very much like this show. I do, too. I very much am still grateful in all of the crap that we've been going through in the last few months. I am so appreciative of our perverted podcast audience and not just, uh, of course, the people that have been supporting us on Patreon when, you know, because finance have been really rough lately. But in, in general, just being able to wake up and know that I have somebody, uh, a group of people that I don't know that actually still value what we do and not only value what we do, but rely on it. And they rely on us to, to be their little community with them, their little fucked up family. And hopefully we have provided enough fucked upness. That, <laughs> I, I that, think that's all we provide. <laughs> that they, that they uh, supply. So I don't know what's coming in the next year, Kathy. But do you, want to, do you want to do this for another year? I'll do it for another year. Absolutely. All right. You guys want us to do this for another year? Wow, All right. that's nice. All right, then... Uh, then we'll do it for another year. But let's just have this one be over. Okay. <laughs> and that, my friends, is our show. We love you all, our perverted and kinky listeners. Joining us in the lab, lab, love lab tonight were... I'm there for the first time in a long time. Woo! Two weeks. De- a long time, Unger. More than two weeks. Wow. Don't argue with me. Two weeks. Turn Sorry. off his mic, Boogie. <laughs> it's still on. Bad references, no one will get. Al, who peed in a bucket for us on our Bravo, bravo, Al. Yay. Aki and Mew, for some reason, have just been playing with each other, taking pictures and shoving dildos down each other's boobs. I don't know. I don't There's know. There's a lot going on over there. As always, Dell, our lovely Dell, who does Dell the figure of stuff out guy. <laughs> Captain figure stuff out. Sticks showed up out of nowhere. With his yeah, giant jug. Never shows up without that giant fucking jug. <laughs> I, I don't understand. You know why? Because it's got Alpi in it. Oh, oh, all this time. Oh, that's what he's been sipping on. Look at his face. He's all, no. It's another chick. And I'm sorry I don't know the names of these two lovely people. Kitten Mins. Kitten Mins and Pompanoff. Oh, the what? Pompanoff. Pompanoff. The, the dude who was here last time. He was time. here last time when we didn't <laughs> when record. When it didn't record. <laughs> when he jinxed. Exactly. Oh, and it's not recording Still now. recording. <laughs> Still recording. Okay. And a special shout out to those poor people on the side of the road. Uh, oh, God. I just feel so bad. That's a long trip for them to come out for nothing. <laughs> Send you our questions or comments to pervertedpodcast at gmail.com or call us at 424-226-2037. Take us out, Boogie. You know what? I have nothing to say. Girl, <laughs> wow. peed, girl peed in a bucket. I'm done. Girl yeah. peed in a bucket. Pretty much done. We will come back starting our fifth year of Perverted Podcast. Thank you guys for being a part of the first four years of magic. And let's see if Kathy and I can drag these limp bodies. Tired old. Tired old bodies. We got some youngins around now. Let's just see. Maybe we'll just pass the torch on to them, Kathy. <laughs> I it'll, think it'll, it'll be, be Del and Al. Del and Al. <laughs> peeing in buckets. I don't want that responsibility. Peeing in buckets and looking up zebra labias. And, you know, just, that's all. That's You guys have been here long enough. You know what to do. That's so funny. Look, you and I are going to get hit by a truck tomorrow and they'll be like, shit, I didn't know this was really going to happen. Del's no, like, I can no. figure out how to run the I can run the sound <laughs> we will see you guys next week Woo! here we go one two three four can you help me find a cure for all the stupid people this shit is quite insane 
Like a virus, they keep home breeding. Little stupid people with retard DNA. Cake and circus hypnotizes suckers by the toys and lies. Keep electing douchebags that just help us jack our own erections. For all the stupid people, they pray to fairy tale gods. They say the Lord loves all the little children. While kids are starving everywhere, bitch, that logic is flawed. Cake and circus hypnotizes suckers by the toys and lies. Keep electing douchebags that just help us jack our sucker bitch erections. I'm not a sucker I'm not a sucker for commercials that show some big titty girl That's never gonna fuck me anyway I'm not a sucker You can make it fly with scented but it's still just a pile of shit Stop making fat babies, taking meds, blaming the government Stop being a fucking sheep, go wild, learn some new shit Stop them ripping your phone, look up, have a conversation Or maybe snort some fucking fiber cause your brains are constipated Can you help me find a cure for all the stupid people? This will not fix itself Stop giving blowjobs to crooks and preachers Who use you like a dollar hooker and learn to think for yourselves, please. Cake and circus hypnotizes suckers by the toys and lies. Keep collecting douchebags that just help us jack our own erections. I'm not a sucker. I'm not a sucker. No, I'm not a sucker. Now you. I'm not a sucker. I'm not a sucker.